0: Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Everything's Different, Now What. I'm your host, Jill Newman, a mental health therapist, slide guitarist, and licensed clinical social worker. Today's episode is called Everything's Cancelled, Now What. Thanks for listening. Like most of us living through this pandemic, my world has been turned upside down as I've experienced everything being cancelled. I've gone through a range of emotions, from a sense of disbelief and frustration to anger and a feeling of helplessness that I think many people share. I've also felt scared about getting sick or having someone I love or even just someone I know becoming infected. It's been frightening hearing about the large numbers of cases and deaths from COVID-19. Even though we've been flattening the curve in many places, no one knows what's going to happen. I had been looking forward to our return trip to Kona in Hawaii for the first time in many years. Like others who were lucky enough to have vacations planned, we had our flights booked, I had my snorkel and everything I needed to enjoy a week of playing on the water, and then COVID. I'm not sure which came first, the shelter-in-place order, the closure of the U.S.-Canadian border, or the cancellation of our flights, but either way, it became clear that our trip wasn't going to happen. For some students, the cancellation of in-person school might have felt like a break until the realization sunk in that there will be no returning to in-person activities for the remainder of the school year. That means in-person grad ceremonies, performances, sports and special activities with friends all canceled. It's a big deal to celebrate important milestones in our lives, graduations, birthdays, weddings, and even funerals. Celebrating important events remotely and from a distance just isn't the same. Concerts and festivals that for many of us are the best part of the summer have been cancelled all over the world. And we are all unsure what future events will be cancelled or how long this will last. It's no wonder so many of us are feeling disappointed. Today's episode explores two questions that I think many of us are struggling with along with some ideas that I'm hoping may be useful for you. Please keep in mind that this podcast does not intend to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. So, on with the questions. Question number one. Is it normal or bad if I feel disappointed, sad, or angry that everything's been canceled? Question number two. What can I do about uncomfortable feelings like frustration, anger, and sadness during this pandemic? Well, question number one, is it normal or bad if I feel disappointed, sad, or angry that everything's been canceled? And the answer is no, there's nothing wrong with feeling how you are feeling. It's better for us to recognize that having a range of feelings is a normal response when we've lost out on something that is important to us. Many of us are experiencing grief right now because we've lost opportunities to do the things that matter to us. Seeing our friends and family in person, playing sports in the park, going to movies, concerts or out for dinner, taking vacations, or my personal favorite, road trips, just aren't possible right now. And many people who have lost jobs and volunteer opportunities are really struggling. At first, this shelter-in-place way of life may have felt unreal, but as time has gone on and everything is being cancelled, many of us are feeling disappointed and frustrated. It's okay to notice if you're feeling lonely, bored, or scared, too. All feelings that go along with this loss make sense. Many of us are grieving the life we were living before COVID 19 that was suddenly changed into something we've never seen before. Some people are having feelings of guilt that they shouldn't feel sad or complain about missing out due to all the closures and cancellations. After all, many people have lost their jobs, gotten sick, and some are even dying from COVID-19. But it's okay to have strong feelings about missing out on things. That doesn't mean we don't care about other people. If we have someone in our life who is sick or struggling, we might feel guilty if we can't help them. Some people might feel guilty that they can't visit older family members like grandparents right now, or that they're not getting all their work done. And there are people who might even be feeling guilty if they have fun while they are sheltering in place. But all of these feelings make sense. It's normal for us to feel guilty, especially during times of grief and loss. If you're feeling that way, you are definitely not alone. And that brings me to question number two. What can I do about uncomfortable feelings like frustration, anger, and sadness during this COVID pandemic? We don't have any control over when this pandemic will end. But the good news is that there are plenty of things we can do to improve our moods, to reduce negative thoughts and feelings, or at least to make them more manageable. It's also healthy to allow yourself to feel your feelings— and to try to identify how you're feeling. Understanding what's going on can help us to have a sense of control. Some people find that using an app for tracking their mood, such as MindShift or MoodFit, can be helpful. Here are my top five suggestions for managing uncomfortable feelings during this pandemic. Number one, do something physical, like exercising or going for a walk. Number two, express your feelings creatively. Some examples are drawing, cooking, journaling, or even playing music. It's not about creating a masterpiece or something that's perfect. It's about the act of creating something that wasn't there before. Number three, practice self-care. Spend time in nature, listen to music, take some deep relaxing breaths, or whatever healthy activities work for you. Number four, try distracting yourself when you feel overwhelmed by doing an activity you enjoy. Some ideas, listening to music, reading, doing a puzzle, or playing a game. It may help to make a list of five to ten things you can do to distract yourself. And keep this list either on your phone or hard copy, and try one at a time. If the first activity doesn't help, move to the next. Brain science tells us that we don't think very clearly when we're stressed, so having a list can help. And finally, number five, reach out for support as needed. Even with physical distancing, it's okay to text a friend, talk to a family member, or participate in an online community of support. There's been a slogan going around on social media that we're all in this together. And that is true, but we all experience this pandemic differently, with a range of feelings. Whatever you are feeling, it makes sense, and you are definitely not alone. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening. I'm Joel Newman, and this has been Everything's Different, Now What?